0: The following podcast is a joint production between independent, aspiring media and lousy weather media. just a small town guy with a handful of dreams my future seems bright or that's how it seems when it comes to love i'm in need of advice what's up everybody welcome to Wingcast Wingman podcast as always i am your host stand-up comedian and author of the book memoirs of a wingman steve guy uh fun episode here today i always say that i try to make it fun whatever Shut up. You guys get the point. Uh, Gonna get into it, but before that, as always, um, listen, Iconic Last with Steve Guy is happening this weekend. If you're listening to this on Thursday or Friday, the show is Saturday. It is at Alex Theater uh, in downtown Cleveland inside the Metropolitan at the 9. The very funny Jason Cross is coming from New York City. He's a great friend of mine. He is hilarious. And also coming with him, or I should say coming because... He's not really with. Anyway, she's coming from Chicago, is the point. Whitney Chitwood, she is also hilarious. It's going to be, uh, I mean, it's going to be a great show. Another fun show, as we've continuously had there. And uh, hopefully you guys keep coming out for that. That's, again, that's Saturday, September 23rd. Tickets still available at alextheatercleveland.com. Uh, definitely go there or look up Alex Theater uh, on Facebook. And there is an event page and with a link to the Eventbrite tickets. Uh, also, the next show... After that is October 6th, Uh, the very funny Marty DeRosa coming in from Chicago. He'll be headlining that show, of Iconic Laughs with Steve Guy. That's that. That's out of the way. Uh, Hopefully you guys enjoyed last week's episode with Sonal, who was uh, on Iconic Laughs with Steve Guy prior to that. This week's episode, we're turning a page into different seasons. And I know I already talked about cuffing season. Go back and listen to all of that. But we're going from summertime and fall is upon us. And with fall, that means that you know people don't like going out quite as much. They don't like bar hopping, but that doesn't mean they like being antisocial. They still want to. There just aren't always options for that. And this is what I'm telling you to do: have a house party. A homebody, have a house party. party. Not doesn't have to be not a party like. A frat party like when you were in college and there's 60 70 people there slamming beers and there's flip cup and beer pong and boom and whatever drinking games you can imagine going on it doesn't have to be like that it's more of a, a gathering of sorts i mean i'm talking you know 15 20 people maybe something small whatever fits inside your home essentially and it doesn't have to be there the entire time you can have the party And more, it could be a pregame. You know, the whole plan could be that it's a pregame. But uh, you see where the night takes you. Maybe it stays at your place the entire time. But having a house party is a great way to bring everything over to you. And now, yes, you can go to a party. There's no doubt about it. But if you are a single person, have the party. I'm telling you this. And you're wondering, well, why? I don't want to spend all that money, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. You might go to a party and there's a chance you'll meet someone. But if you have the party and people are coming to your home, they're bringing guests, you know, people you invited and you said, oh, bring someone, they're bringing guests. You are absolutely going to meet someone. Because, of course, everybody wants to meet the host of the party. It's polite, it's what you do, you're introduced to them, even if it's for a brief moment. And you might like, you might lock eye contact with somebody who becomes a person of interest. You might spark a conversation. That's why you have the party. Also, why you have the party and you don't go to one? You know, if you go to a gathering with your married friends or whatever and they have people there and it's like, oh, it's just going to be our circle of friends. You already know everybody. You know, you're not in charge. You're not allowed to say, hey, invite whoever you want. When it's your party, you can leave it open. And have extra people invited. On top of that, you feel a little bit more comfortable when it's your own place. Like I said, the conversation is being brought to you instead of you going to the conversation if that makes sense. You're at somebody else's place it could be a little bit awkward. oh hey, you know if it's me this is Steve. And we are having a conversation with this person and then, oh great, I don't know where to go from here. Let me turn around. Oh, is that a cheese plate? Great, I'm going to have some. I love cheese and grapes. Fantastic. If it's at your place and you have that awkward moment that conversation, you're hosting the party. There's a lot of stuff that you need to do. There's a lot of things that should have your attention. Other people that should have your attention. You've gotten out no matter what. You could just walk away. I mean, obviously, be kind, give a reason that you're walking away, and then make sure you go do that reason. Don't say, I'm going to go check on this, and then don't do it and immediately go talk to somebody else. Certainly, you need to make sure you follow up on it, but you're given all sorts of outs if you have that party at your place, and you can manufacture an escape. It's great. Now, in having the party at your place, or the gathering, maybe that's a better term if it's smaller, invite a mix of couples and singles all right you want to do that you're not creating a speed dating event you don't don't make it into a group line date or you know you're not trying to have some sort of orgy I mean if you are trying to have that guess what Uh, your odds probably aren't very good you're living in a dream world okay Uh, but have this mix of people plus listen that best friend significant other or spouse They may end up being your best wingman or wingwoman. You have no idea. They've seen you interact with others. They may come over to interact with you. They may sell you unintentionally to somebody else. Happens all the time. If you're not taking advantage of a friendship with one of your friends, significant others, or spouse in that manner, you're doing it wrong. Odds are they probably think that you're a dick and you should reassess how you're handling things. So if you're interested in someone, invite that person. And definitely extend the option. Tell them to invite a friend. Bring a friend. Ask them if they'd like to invite a friend. The one caveat to this is, you know, if you're inviting a bunch of mutual friends uh, between you and that person, uh, then you don't necessarily have to extend that invite. It's kind of already safe to assume that, They'll get along with people because you've got mutual friends, you've hung out in the same group. It's fine, but this is a great icebreaker kind of moment for the two of you. You're hanging out in a group setting, not as much pressure in going one-on-one there. However, if they're certainly going to be meeting uh, more new people than they are showing up knowing people, I would extend the offer to them to bring a friend. Also, with that in mind... This will give you an idea if, look, they might be seeing someone else. Perhaps they immediately ask you upon invitation, oh, can I bring this person that I've been seeing? And then you automatically know. Now, don't be an asshole. Don't say no. You're you know, you're know, already in it. Maybe somebody else will bring somebody that you can meet that night. So you have to allow it. As much as it sucks, you have to do it. You can't go back on that now. Plus, you don't know how long that's going to last. Maybe they come to the party, and that person thinks it sucks, and they're miserable, and the person that you're interested in uh, isn't too happy about that. Is having a great time. They fight. Boom, you swoop in. Shoulder to cry on. All sorts of wonderfulness. There you go. That sounds really scumbaggy. That's not supposed to. The point is, you might find out that they're more interested in you than what you thought. Or you may find out that they're not interested in you, again. So, always... Always extend the invitation to them to bring someone along with. Of course, it's your place, your home. Huge rule here. Yeah, you should provide drinks. I like, get yeah, it's going to be a little bit pricey. Now, I'm not saying or suggesting that you need to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on drinks, that you need to have top notch scotch. Uh, you know, small batch barrel bourbon, none of that. I mean, just have some options out there. You know, a bottle of vodka that costs you 25 bucks. Uh, Have some booze, have some wine, have some beer. And certainly there's nothing wrong with telling people, hey, I'm going to have some things on hand. What if there's something in particular that you like? By all means, please bring it with you. And you're going to create something then. Now, typically, people are nice when they come to gatherings like this. They'll bring beer, or they'll bring a bottle of wine, or they'll bring a bottle of booze, and and they'll leave it behind. Look, having a house party or gathering is a great way to stock your own bar at home. Let's just be honest. Anybody who's done that can tell you so. Well, certainly, make sure you let people know to bring what they'd like, but have a selection of sorts. Now, as you prepare that selection once you've invited a person that you're interested in ask them what they prefer to drink that's the one person that you probably want to care about what you have on hand is something that they like you don't have to ask everyone they don't need to know that you didn't ask everyone it could be something as simple As, hey, I'm just trying to get an idea of what everybody likes and what I should pick up. What do you usually drink? That easy. Now, if you're inviting a friend who you know is going to bring a couple of friends, and you're thinking, well, maybe some of those friends might be attractive and you might want to talk to, or you may hit it off with, or maybe you've met them previously and you'd like to talk to them more. Also, ask that person. So this is in a situation where, you know, you don't have anyone in particular of interest coming to your place, but you want to meet new people. You know, go to that person who you're assuming is bringing people that you'd like to meet, and ask them what the preference would be for their little small contingent, and stock that in your bar. It's gonna go a long way. Definitely, have snacks. Right? I think that's a safe, safe thing. I mean. You could order pizzas, you could go that route, but you're supposed to be adulting here, okay? Plan the evening late enough, let's say 8.30, 9 o'clock, right? This way, it becomes a pregame event, so if you want to go to a bar, you're just pregaming. But it's also late enough that people can have dinner already, so they're not going to be doing that. But look, you're adults, everybody should be eating something, uh when they're drinking and not just going home hammered unless they're Ubering or getting a taxi or whatever the case may be. Lyft, I guess let's throw it all out there. Have something that they can eat. You can do the crackers and the cheese plate, uh, little finger foods. Look, you might have couples, you might have married friends and somebody wants to make something. Great. Allow that to happen. And that's the thing about having a house party too. People think that there's a lot of money and whatnot involved. But you'd be surprised. The moment you say, hey, I'm thinking about having people over, having this little gathering, all of a sudden, we gov comes, you're getting that phone call or that text. Hey, we'd like to bring something. What should we bring? What can we bring? Great. Thank you. Accept that offer. Have food there. Always have food there. Plus, you don't want to seem like a college kid. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to have bare bones. You don't want people just showing up and thinking that you, you live like a homeless person. I don't know. Point is, have food for people. And while we're on the topic of food, would it be a bad idea to go grocery shopping beforehand just to put some things in your refrigerator? Because if you're like me and you're very rarely home, uh, if somebody walks into my kitchen right now and goes in my fridge, uh, there's pretty much bare minimum in there. Should probably look like I'm a more of a, more of an adult when I have this party. So yeah, I would go grocery shopping, just toss some things in there so it looks like I'm a decent, solid human. And that's what I'm getting at there, and while we're on that topic, uh you know what? clean up your place, would you don't don't leave it sloppy. you're going to have people there. I'm not saying you need to go all- all out and you need to decorate you know, great Halloween parties are around the corner. Maybe that's what you're hosting, but it doesn't have to be a Halloween party. It could just be a gathering, a little social get together. point is clean up your place. you don't have to have lavish decoration, have something nice, A little mood lighting, you know. That would go go a long ways. Uh, not to mention that person of interest would see it. i like, oh, wow, okay. You take some time into your decor. You're not like a college kid with nothing on the walls. You better have something on the walls. Hang up some paintings, some pictures, whatever. Something for people to look at. Don't have a bare apartment. It shouldn't look like you just moved in. It should be as clean as if you just moved in. But it shouldn't look like you just moved in. You get what I'm saying? If you got boxes that are still unpacked, Put that shit in the closet or unpack those suckers, okay? All right, moving on. Have something for everyone to do. Don't just assume that people are going to stand around talking and chatting and conversing for four hours and then say, okay, this has been great, I'm going to head home. You know, if you go to a bar and people talk, there is something to talk about, right? There's people watching. You're not going to people watch in a small group of 15 to 20 people because then you're just people watching each other. Well, I mean, that may happen to a degree. You might have that one drunk guy that's hitting on your friend's wife or everybody else. Yeah, that certainly is possible. But more than likely, not a lot of uh, people watching there. You're at a bar, there's music to talk about, right? There are just things in general to look at to see. There might be something on the television. So have things for people's sensory uh, to distract them to have ongoing so that it seems like there's more going on maybe there's a big game on tv turn the tv on have music playing in the background okay Not when i said earlier you don't need to be playing flip cup and beer pong and all these things look doesn't mean that adults don't enjoy that certainly that could be an option you better get some plastic cups just in case but you could have something like cards against humanity People love that game. There are people out there who genuinely enjoy playing charades. So that could be an option. These are all things that you should have going on. But know your audience. You're going to know them better. If you know your group of friends doesn't like charades, for God's sake, don't suggest they play charades. And that's the other thing too here. Let the night flow. Like I said before, maybe you plan it to be a pregame event. And then you're going to go to a bar. But you don't know where it's going to take you. Maybe everybody's having a blast. They just stay there. All of a sudden, it's 12.30, 1 o'clock. Ah, it makes no sense to go to a bar now. Let's just hang out a little bit more. Or, hey, this has been great since we've been here since 9, 10 o'clock. Ah, it's time to wind down. Let the evening flow. Don't plan out the night. You might have cards against humanity. You might know that people like charades. You might have some other drinking game available to you. But don't push it. In some some ways, you might want somebody else to suggest one of those things. And that would be fine. Especially the drinking games, I would say. If somebody else suggests the drinking games, great. You're the host. Accommodate it. It works out better if you're not pushing it. But let it flow. Suggest things as necessary. If things start to get stale, have a bar as your backup plan maybe you didn't plan it to be a pregame event maybe it was a place uh, your place was just gonna be the night out but things are kinda slowly winding down sooner much sooner than anticipated maybe your friends with kids have the babysitter until twelve thirty one o'clock and it's only eleven and it seems like nobody's really doing much have a bar nearby that you can use as a backup plan and say hey let's all go there let's Let's go grab drinks at this place instead. And now your evening has become a pregame event, and you've rolled over there. That's assuming you weren't already planning your night as a pregame event. I think it's always great to have. Just You want to provide a fun atmosphere is the end of it. That's what I mean, atmosphere. And again, going back to not making it look like you just moved in, having things on your walls. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Those are conversation pieces. You want to keep conversation and everything else flowing all right does this make sense to you guys just trying to help you out here now say you've got that person of interest at your your place make sure you're engaging in conversation with them but don't force it okay don't keep coming back to check on them it's nice to check in once in a while but don't make it seem like you're checking in you should be going Kind of around, making your rounds in the room. Everybody okay? Hey, how's this? Easy thing, again, because you're the host. Can I get you another drink? Are you enjoying this? Hey, how about that? You can make casual conversation, but because you're the host, you also have reasons to go back into conversation whenever you want, essentially. Now, if they seem to be following you, and that person keeps coming to you, okay, now you should involve them in your conversations, with others. It's obviously polite, but interacting with that person through others is a great icebreaker because maybe you haven't really engaged that much with this person. Now you are. You know, you get to be you in a more comfortable setting. It takes away all the awkward, what are we going to talk about? You're in a whole group. You're making jokes. You're going back and forth. And that's what you really want. You get they get to see the true you, you get to perhaps see the true them, especially if it's people that they don't really know. And all of a sudden, you're hosting, okay? That's what you're doing. Now, if that person stays around until the end of the evening, well, clearly, that person is into you, I would say. If that person doesn't stay around until the very end of the evening, it doesn't mean that that person isn't into you either. One true tell of that. You know what's the follow-up? Do you get that text uh, the next day or when they get home that simply says, "Hey, I had a great time last night." You know, let's get together just the two of us sometime. Boom, that's a huge tell. Also, on that note, you know, if somebody shows up by themselves, certainly uh, it's not bizarre. Be a good friend. Could be a solid human. And say, hey, let me know that you get home all right, get home safe, whatever the case may be. If it's somebody you're interested in and you make that comment to them, you know they live X amount of ways away. And they say, oh, I'm headed home, as opposed to maybe they're meeting somebody else out. You know, obviously, know where they're going. Uh, Throw out that text. Hey, did you get there? Okay. Just be nice. Just be polite. That's going to go a long way. Chivalry, folks. It's not dead. That's what I'm getting at there. Be chivalrous. So anyway, yeah, if you get that follow-up the next day that says they had a great time. Then by all means, take them at their word that they had a great time, especially if there's a suggestion to get together another time. Overall, don't show off. I know it's at your place. It's your home. But always be hosting. Make the entire evening about everyone else. And through that, I assure you that it becomes about you. Everyone walks away, whether you were interested in them or not, whether they were your friends that are coupled, whether they are single friends, they all walk away saying they had a great time. They're all going to walk away, and they're going to remember that, and you think back, oh, yeah, that was a good time. We talked about it months before, or months later, I should say. And you're going to come across looking as a, as a good person. Uh, everybody had a great time at your place. You hosted. What a great host you were. You know, uh, we had a lovely time. Let's do this again. They all enjoyed it, and especially if that person you're interested in is in a mutual group of friends, you're constantly coming up in conversation then. And you look great to them because there you are. You come off endearing. You're not showing off. You're not showing everybody, look what's all in my place. Look at this. Look at that. Again, that's what I'm talking about having conversation pieces, a little decor. Uh, little things on walls, whatever the case may be, all of that stuff. Something that says a little bit about you, and then you're having a conversation. You're bringing the conversation to you. If you are going and you're starting conversations about yourself, you're not hosting. That's showing off. It's one thing to go to a group of people and a conversation seems stale, and you ask an engaging question about one of them, that you know is a common interest about somebody else. And now it's a whole conversation of everybody together. It's all there. Everybody's engaging again. That's great. That's what hosting is. Now that is you going to that conversation. But then the other things, the other pieces you have, that's the conversation coming to you. When I say don't uh, force the conversation, have the conversation to you instead of you bringing the conversation, uh, that implies and applies strictly to yourself. Okay? Don't talk about yourself at this gathering unless somebody asks. I think that that's a fair point fair assessment. That's probably a fair rule in life to be honest with you. Uh always always be hosting. It comes off endearing That's going to do it for this episode of WingCast, guys. I hope you took something away from it to be an awesome host, have a lot of fun with people, meet someone new perhaps because somebody's going to set you up at one of these social gatherings at your own place. Or maybe that hottie from work shows up and you have a great time and you find out that, hey, this could escalate into something more. You never know. Don't forget, always be hosting. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to follow along on social media at the Wingman Guy on Twitter and Instagram. Like the page for Memoirs of a Wingman on Facebook. And don't forget you can get the book on BarnesandNoble.com or Amazon.com. Also check out lousyweathermedia.com for all of the other podcasts that they have up there. And don't forget to come out to Iconic Laughs this Saturday, September 23rd. Jason Cross is your headliner. Whitney Chitwood is featuring and then of course October 6th is our next show there at the Alex Theater Uh, that's pretty much going to do it here guys by all means subscribe wherever you listen to this on Spotify iHeartRadio or iTunes that's going to do it for me hope you all have a good week I'll talk to you next week and uh you know go be a solid human Just a small town guy with a handful of dreams. My future seems bright, or that's how it seems when it comes to love. I'm in need of advice. I'm in need of advice.